When first introduced to collaborative response, it's not unusual for school leaders to see it as an organizational framework that really focuses on consistent, efficient, and productive meeting structures and processes. After all, it is the collaborative structures and processes that we typically ask schools to first begin engaging within to just get started, especially with the collaborative team meeting. Because that structure is so unique, oftentimes as schools, we get focused in right on that piece when first getting started. And again, see that collaborative response is really just a way to better coordinate and maximize the collaborative power within our school. When you have opportunities to engage and start to see the work through the three foundational components, we take that further step back and there it's not unusual for leaders to understand that this really is a framework to help us actualize inclusion to really ensure that every student is being examined and responded to within the school through a very consistent set of structures and processes that we want to be able to utilize. When we think of it as an inclusive framework to supporting all students, it really does take that next level approach for us for our response to intervention type efforts. However, when we take a further step back and really come to understand the three foundational components, we begin to see this as an organizational mindset that has a direct link to school improvement. Essentially, this becomes a way that we ensure that we are seeing gains and that we're moving the needle on key priorities within our organization. So when first coming to collaborative response, we want to be able to ask, what is a key priority that you are trying to impact within your school? Once we've determined an area that we want to be able to impact, and hopefully one that the data has suggested is an area that we want to be able to see our efforts really directed towards and see gains for students in that particular priority, the first question we want to ask connected to the data and evidence is, do we have a screener connected to that priority? Do we have a key measure that will clearly indicate who should we be talking about and what should we be paying attention to in regards to our collaborative efforts? When we've attained that foundational component of the data and evidence um, within our minds, we then want to be able to ask, do we have a continuum of support started in that area? Have we taken inventory of all the things that we currently do within our school or within our division around this priority area, name them, tier them, and then begin to identify gaps and through professional learning, start to um, increase the amount of intervention strategies, accommodations that we have available at tier two, that we have really sound interventions at tier three and tier four available for students, and that we've had opportunities to examine tier one best practices in relation to that priority area. Again, it's providing a mechanism for us to be continually engaging in a conversation about practice, but in relation to that key priority area. Then we want to be able to turn to the collaborative structures and processes and ask, when have we made that priority a focus for our collaborative team meetings? When has it become an overarching 
focus that we then want to be able to bring students as identified by the screeners with key issues that we want to be able to examine to then again engage in that conversation around what are the things that we could be doing at tier two through the collaborative team meeting process. Then we want to also think about our collaborative planning and have we ensured that teams have a direct linkage between the priority that we're trying to address and the goals or priorities that we've set in our collaborative planning time. So you can see a through line that runs through all of this. It's really about thinking of collaborative response as a mindset for how we organize our school for success with a focus on each and every student, but in doing so is building capacity, is really enhancing the collective efficacy and collective capacity of each and every individual and more importantly teams within the building. So again, when we think about those three foundational components, data and evidence really helps us identify who. Who should we be paying attention to? Who should we be focusing on? The continuum of supports is the what. What should we be doing? What could be our response based on what we're identifying and seeing for our students with intensifying levels of support? And then the collaborative structures and processes becomes the how. How are we going to do this and can we leverage the innovative capacities of the teams and the individuals within those teams to really ensure a robust response for our students in a way that is incrementally building growth and success throughout our schools. So within the show notes, there are there is a organizer to help us connect collaborative response to key priorities and we wish you all the best in really thinking about how does collaborative response ensure that we are moving towards success true deep meaningful impact for key priorities that we've determined for our school or our division mm -hmm.